1: Jay here for Stretford Paddock, and this is the Manchester United versus Everton preview. Joining me is my favourite co-presenter, Alex Baggins. i up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Listen, there's no denying that Ollie's under a little bit of pressure. Um, Three league defeats so far this season, all coming at Old Trafford, of course. We're away this this weekend at Goodison, um, a ground that hasn't always been kind to us. Gonna get straight into it. Is this a must win for Oli? And I hate using the term must win, but is this where we're at? Yeah, it's
2: kind of been the the term for the past few weeks is this must win. Was the Arsenal game must win? I think a lot of people said yeah. And then I think this one, you know, wouldn't have been as bad, but then the Istanbul result this week's just kind of said that I mean, if we do three losses in a row after after that high of the Leipzig game last week and then to have potential three losses in a row going into the international break, I think yeah, I think he has to win this game, or it's there's going to be mo- even more questions than there are right now about his job. I mean, I think we're 50. I think I said think because I've not looked at the league table,
1: but I'm pretty sure I think we're 15th in the league. Which okay, we're seven games in now. I mean, if you, if you don't win, or you even if you lose this game, four defeats out of eight, bottom like not even bottom half of the table, no relegation <laughs> sort of form. Um, I mean. <laughs> I've always been a defender of Oli. I like Oli. I like what he's trying to do, and I get what he's trying to do. I can yep. see it, unlike it, some people. But it is getting drastic, and the football this season just hasn't been good enough,
2: especially in the league. No, it's not been good enough. And, and the thing is, there's you, we've had a tough running games. You can't you can't deny that the, the the run from going from you know the I think it was we had Tottenham, then we had PSG, Chelsea, RB Leipzig, Arsenal, then Istanbul, and then Everton. That. That run of seven games was always going to be difficult. And I think we all admitted that at the start of it. But it's the fact, it's the inconsistency, it's the, it's the poor performances against, again, a Chelsea team that didn't really come out at us, looked really poor. We did, didn't really threaten them. Played well against Leipzig and then the Arsenal game. I mean, I think they played well, but way too much respect. Did, did, they, all, did they
1: play well? Because defend, I I, get I think, where you're I think from, they defended well. I think, I think in terms think of it wasn't for me. It was a shit game. Yeah, they neither defen- team was that good. They were just they got a penalty. And I know a lot of people go, oh, "You're bitter, and uh, you know, this that and the other. But I didn't look at that and go, "Well, Arsenal were great today." No,
2: no. I think they were good defensively. I think I think they they nullified anything yeah, that we had very that's a fair well. Comment. That's that's what they did well. I don't think they were fantastic going forward. I think everyone's going on as if Arteta's cr- created a new way of football where you only have four shots and you're going to win games. No. They weren't they weren't that great going forward. One mistake from us cost us the game. But then the football against Istanbul this uh, on uh, on Wednesday night was just so poor and and the mistakes got made at the back were just ridiculous. It wasn't even Again, it's not even someone getting dragged out of position by a little bit of good football from them or things like that. It's schoolboy stuff they the got the first goal is just without someone saying, probably stand over there just in case they boot it over the top like that's you don't do that in five a side no you I don't. said that this morning I said during the news uh Thursday morning, I said you don't at five a side you don't have all five of you all on the same goal because if they pass the, if someone runs forward, they score, and that's kind of what they did they We had eleven men in their half, in their final third, and then and we're shot... In the keeper? Ten men, sorry. <laughs> <my> okay, now, <laughs> ten men. Ten men in the final third. Sorry, I can't even count. <laughs> we'll put it past the <laughs> iron in a minute, eh? Hey. A new tactic, and put and the keeper that, up in the first half. And then to go the second half, I mean, it was always going to be difficult. If you concede against a team that's going to sit back anyway, it's always going to be more difficult because they don't need to go forward at all towards the end of the game. They don't need to create anything. And that first goal just just killed things, you know, they sat even more further back, further back, further back. But we didn't even threaten in the second half. There was never a point where we went, well, that was a good save, or oh, we could have had a chance there. There was, there was no close chances or anything like that. It was just shocking.
1: It was shocking. Um, I want to move on slightly from that game because I don't want to relive it ever again in my life because it was just, yeah, the less said about that, the better. Just looking at it, the season so far... Um, you know, you look at the, the games, I'm going to have to bring them up because we have to, but Palace, Spurs, yep. Arsenal, now if you want to throw in the Champions League game as well, Istanbul, I mean, those performances across those four games that I've mentioned have been pretty dreadful. Yep. I don't let you look at any of those no. games and go, well, we were lucky in that game and, you know, the keeper had a storm and that's why. We lost all those games because we deserved to get beat. Mm-hmm. What has gone wrong for this team? Because you look at that, that's not just one or two bad games, that's four pathetic performances in a team that finished third last season and, you know, was playing relatively well.
2: Again, the the worry there is, you know, towards the end of the last season you had the excuse of this team's playing a lot together. There's a lot, you know, maybe they're a bit leggy and things like that. And you you even had that the first game against Palace and maybe even against Tottenham and the, you could give the excuse to the 10 men. But since then, a few different formations, a few different things like that. And, and... It's a rotated squad. It's different players playing and and all of them seem to be struggling in in somewhat shape or form. You know, Bruno gave the ball away. I think there was a stats saying 34 times against Istanbul. You've had Paul Pogba, who's looked looked really off the pace and he played 90 minutes against Arsenal. Martial, I can't say he's been great. He's not been one of the uh, worst players. Rashford went missing in the Istanbul game again. And there's too many things like that. There's not... There's no one going forward because forget the defensive mistakes. We've see, we've almost lost that coherence going forward as well. You know there was there was the point last season when you kind of went, you know what, maybe we're not defending great or whatever, but at least we were su- scoring goals. But the last the last three or four games, especially in the league, we struggling to score goals. It's been it's been a real real struggle, and and that's where I wor- worry for Ollie a little bit in the in the fact that. You know, the one thing we were always saying was at least it was starting to look like exciting football again, and it, that's gone as well. Not only are the mistakes coming in, which you know you can say as individuals not being fully fit or you know coming back from injury or just tired or things going off the pitch. If we can't score goals and we're not looking exciting, it, that's that's the real worry to me. You
1: say that about um, not scoring goals because that's almost slips under the radar a little bit because people have g- been going on about the defence. Yeah. Um, and rightly so because the defence has been porous. But you, you have, we haven't been scoring in the league, especially because, you know, you look at it, the, the Arsenal game didn't score. The, the Chelsea game didn't score. I mean... These are back-to-back home even, games where you would expect at least one. Well, you expect at least you expect to be winning them, so you expect at least two goals over the two games. we mean getting it, not also that, not only that. Most of those games, yeah, you know, you've had one or two chances. Not, yeah. it's not like we've been all over them. No, I mean, who takes responsibility? Of that is it, midfield? Is it the the the, the strikers? Because in Europe, Istanbul game side, we've been scoring, but in the league, it's been a different
2: story. I don't. I, again, I, it's it's an odd one, and this is where the the Oli the pressure coming for Oli is that, you know, it's not just one individual player that's struggling. It's not just he's not firing, so we're not doing things. You know, you've always had that excuse that we've not got a striker scoring goals. But at the minute, the whole team's not creating chances. There's no one, there's no one wanting the ball. There's no one, you know, really trying to express themselves. There's no one trying things. There's no one doing more than they should. Do. And it's just, again, it's just they got a bit boring. It's been a bit boring, especially the last, the, the two league games in the Istanbul game, where you just kind of go in, I don't see us scoring if we, if we played for another 90 minutes against this lot. I don't see us scoring a goal, which is which is a real worry.
1: Is Ole Gunnar Saltshire going to get sats, do you think, if we lose on... Is it Sunday or Saturday? Saturday. Saturday, 12, is yeah. it, do you think?
2: I don't know. I'm it's not saying
1: you want him to, or not, well, you can answer <coughs> that if you want, but do you think that this board are now looking at it going...
2: I don't know. Maybe there was
1: there's a, an, an Argentinian bloke who can come in the, and solve this problem. The look
2: of, you know, last season, it kind of got to the same, not same sort of stage, but similar sort of stage, maybe similar sort of time last season, maybe early d- before December. And everyone was like, do you know what? If results go the wrong way, ollie has gone. Ollie picked it up, went on a great run. We beat City, we beat Tottenham, and, you know, everyone everyone got lifted and, and ended up having a good season in the end. Um and even at the start of then, you know, the the murmurs coming out of the club were, we're going to back Solskjaer all the way. You know, we, this is a project. We know it's going to take time. That's going to happen. Same thing this this time. There was the, the reports, yes, um, coming out before the Istanbul game from Romano saying United want to stick with Oli. You know, that's their plan. They want to do that and th- they want to see this as a problem. They don't have that. But then reports just before we, we started filming today saying... Pochettino's been worded up and things like that and that's just it just feels like there's a little bit more behind it this time and and I I don't know I think that it's it's an odd thing you know it feels weird playing Everton which you know was obviously the end of David Moyes' era and it also feels weird this being the start of the international break which was obviously the end of um, Mourinho's era was the November the November international break where they called time on it and, and decided that this was the time to get a new coach in, sort of settle things over the international break, so... Was it, was it not December when he got? It was December, but it, it was a bit... There was, oh, a, was, was there it, not was a bit it, of a break or I something just, You know like what, that? the only reason I'm saying that is I remember
1: I was at my kids' nativiter. It was. And um, <laughs> I was filming it, right? I've, I've, I'll try and take a clip on So I was filming it, and then Mrs. sort of whispered to me like, I was being sat and you can see where I'm filming where right the camera. <laughs> I was like <laughs> um, but you know you I it just like it. A, I it seems like a seems like there's a you know, there's a time it yeah, seems like no. there's
2: a time now where if they're going to do it now would be the now would be a time that they would they would look at it and again I I I did it on my fan cam I spoke to my caller on my fan cam about this and said that my worry about not doing it is not that Pochettino won't be the wrong man and, and he won't pick things up. Because I think that Pochettino is a good coach. I think that he, what he did at t- Southampton and Spurs was very good. My worry is that in two years' time, I've seen a th- tweet today that he'll get a centre-half next summer, we'll get Champions League the summer after, and be sa- then he won't be back the summer after that and he'll be gone. And, and that seems to be the pattern that's going. My worry is that happens again. So if they do this to Oli... Are they going to do the same thing to Pochettino in in two years' time? I, c-
1: I, c- I could not agree with you more on everything yeah. you just said. Honestly, I think you're right. I think you're right on everything. There's
2: a good co- I mean, if Pochettino come in, I think I think there they might be a lift. I think I think no there'd be, I think
1: almost be a lift. I mean, I'm not Poch's biggest fan, no? but I think there'd almost be a lift if anyone came in yeah. because I think that like was is was, only necessarily you know a better manager than Jose Mourinho. No. If you look at his record, you know he isn't. But when he came in, he got an amazing lift yeah. out of the players. It was just like a massive boost. Boost. There was. I was talking about this after the game against uh, Istanbul. Even like Giggs, for it was only a, <laughs> yeah. lasted one game, but he got a response from the players yeah. when he came in as caretaker. Um, Van Alst was a bit different because he came in in the summer, and obviously yeah. we had a terrible start. We had a good pre-season but a terrible start. But I know where you're coming from, and I think there would be like that little bump where you go, you know, players sort of pull the socks up a little bit, and you know, there's a new manager, you got to impress him or whatever, whatever the reason is. But you get that. And but I'm, I think I'm, you're absolutely spot on. I think you know, two years time, we'll be here again. I guarantee it. We'll be here again going. We've not invested properly. we have not back him. We've not kicked on. And then it'll be, whoops, it'll be, you know, Nagelsmann or whoever is the flavour of the month. Then it'll be, oh, let's get him in. And so we start changing above all it and sorting out our house in terms of backing a manager and the board and all the rest of it. We're always going to go through these problems. That's not excusing some of the results we've seen this season no. because I don't think I always been back properly. Me and you spoke about it on Transfer Live constantly. None. Neither of us wanted Edinson Cavani as our main signing, or you know you could argue Donny Van der Beek's been a good signing, or he was a good signing. I'm not disputing that, but you know you look at Tellez, Van der Beek, Cavani, and a couple of youngsters who were gonna have to wait a little while before they're ready. That wasn't the window we wanted, and that no. wasn't the window we expected. And I think that yes, the board haven't backed Soly and he, they, that's just really frustrating considering when we finish. Yep. But also losing three home games out of four and not picking enough. up one point out of a possible twelve and finished and been 15th after seven games even if you've not been back as a Manchester United manager that ain't especially
2: when you look at Liverpool the way that they've gone I think it's something like 63 games at home now that's the kind of thing you need to do mm. that's that's what you need to do city did the same kind of thing when they they were at home you have to you have to be dominant chelsea did it united did it for that's what they used to do for years you you, you need to be dominant at home it's weird isn't it because
1: there's no there's no i've always said that it it hurts us maybe a little bit more than some teams having no fans because I think we turned a corner, i sick of that saying, <laughs> but in terms of the home support and the crowd and the atmosphere, I think Old Trafford just before lockdown obviously had massively improved. Yeah, I think you look at the, some of the things that had gone on there, the efforts by some of the certain fan groups, the efforts by the club whatever, the the, the 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 atmosphere had improved. It had got better and I think yeah. away fans are away support is the best in the world or the yeah. best in the country at least, really, sorry. Um so I do think it hurts us a little bit more, but you can't make excuses though, oh, there's mm. no crowd in here. We'd have 76,000 fans here, you know, it's, uh, y- you know. that that That's not a reason why you can't beat Arsenal or bloody Tottenham or, Crystal or Palace. Or Palace getting, you know, and it's like you can make it you know, be- bad decision by referee or what, uh, Red Card or whatever, but they ha- they've been poor performances. Yep. They haven't. All it has to take some responsibility. So I'm with you on everything you say. I think yep. he's under pressure, and I think if Potts comes in, me and you will be sat here. <laughs> um, You know, I'll have, uh, well, I was going to say I'll have less there, but I can't have (laughs) less there than what I've got. You might have less there. And we'll be arguing about whether Poch is on the brink. Um, You mentioned Everton, because that's who we're playing, so it makes sense. There was a time under Ollie, I think it's the end of his first season. He's not his his first full season, but his his first season. We lost 4 0. The team was, choose my words carefully here, shite. Dreadful. Um, And he called them out after the game. He said, some of these players. I'm paraphrasing here, but more or less, some of these players will not be here next season. They're not up for it. Um, look, people looked at and they thought Matic might be one of those players because I think he had a bit of thinking. He him. did, yeah. People yeah. even questioning De Gea. I think, I can't remember, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think Lukaku might have been questioning as well. I think,
2: think Pogba as well had a poor game. Pogba as I well, think right. Was, I forget. Was I was all I was those kind infuriated of after that yeah, yeah.
1: game. I sort of put it out of my memory. But, that was an Everton team as well that we got sucked apart by that wasn't even that great. It no. was bang average even being brutally honest fast forward now always under pressure probably more pressure than he was then because he isn't a new manager anymore but this Everton f- team if we just talk about them for a minute they've had a bit of a mixed bag of a start but they're looking better and the yep.
2: manager of Carlo Ancelotti they've got a manager who you know he's one of the top coaches in the world isn't he? Yeah he is and he had them really well drilled. They started the season fantastically. I think you they got, got thirteen th- points out the first. Where 15. are they? Cal- can you have a look where you have the table? I think they're about third or fourth. I think they're still in the top four. Um, Everton, fourth. Fourth, fourth. Everton or fourth? The fourth. Sorry. Um, yeah. Their last two games, just what have they? Have they lost the last two, is it? Last two, yeah, lost they've last lost the last two games, but they've they won they won the first three. They drew the drew the fourth one against Liverpool. and they lost the last two. Can I just, sorry
1: f- to interrupt you. Can I just say as well, their derby record is absolutely abominable.
2: So. To get a draw yeah. was was massive. How can them. you
1: go was it like seventy three years or something since yeah. he has got a, a win against Liverpool? Come on, yeah, it's sort shocking.
2: Out. So, you know, they had a they had a good start. They looked like everyone was saying, oh, maybe they're going to title challenge and stuff." But again, it's one of them. He's got them very well organized. They look better. They look better. But I do think that they've got quite a thin squad compared to a lot. I think their midfield three when they start, uh, Decore, Allen, and um, James Rodriguez is a really good midfield three. I think Calvert-Lewin was on a bit of a, of a hot streak, scoring some goals. I think that'll tail off a little bit. Now I've said that, that's when he's going to score against us this weekend. Get, that gets clipped up, up when, he, when Calvert-Lewin gets the match ball. Yeah, so just put a timestamp on it ready yeah. to go and you can have that. Um, and then Richarlison, who I think is a, is a very good player as well. I think that mix of was, was doing well. And a Carlo Ancelotti team, he was always going to have them well-organised, well-drilled. And they were g- looking good defensively. Obviously, a couple of blips in the last two games. And if we'd have beat Arsenal last week, I'd have been quite... Con- you know, if we'd have beat Arsenal, beat yeah. Istanbul, flying into this, I'd have gone, Do you know, what? we'll beat this lot. You know, yeah. because they're on a bit of a downer. We're b- but it's almost like they've lost their last two games and now they're still the favourites in the league. And it's it, mad how that's that's the case. It is. And,
1: you know, I know people like to see con- uh, controversial conflicts on YouTube. But I'm sorry, I'm just agreeing with, uh, with Bagger's... Pretty much anything you're saying, so it's boring. I'll try and be a bit more <laughs> like Steele McCollum and just go, No, no, you're talking rubbish, man. <laughs> um, but no, I agree, yeah. Like, Carl Ancelotti he always can be well organized, he's getting better performances out of some of the players that were already yeah. there. Um, he's making decisions, I think he made a decision with uh um, Jordan Pitford and he, he drops in for a game. I think he was bringing, I think the talk of him bringing him back in for United game, yeah. The signings have been good. Yeah. Um, I think obviously, James Rodriguez is one of those players that people looking at going. Really, you know, Rodriguez gone to And That's a bit of a surprise, yeah. you know, because he has been at some of the top clubs in in, in Europe. Um, seems to have settled in relatively relatively yep. well. I think they brought in Allen, who's who's sort of hit the ground running. Um, ben God Grof- was it Ben Godf- Godfrey, the lad from Norwich, yeah, yeah. Um, they brought him in as well. Solid signings, signings that yeah. make a lot of sense and, and give that team a nice little balance. I agree with you as well, where you know you scratch beneath the eleven. Then there's, there's not much of a squad no there, no. And I'd, I'd feel a little bit more confident when they're missing a couple of players. I know they're going to be missing Richarlison, who's suspended. Yeah. Um, I think
2: Hammers is potentially ha- out. Hammers,
1: you said he's set, he's like a one in four chance the Yeah. Play, yeah. play. Um, and then I think Digne was suspended, but he only had a one match ban. He's back. Yeah. Or he's in for this game anyway. So th- they're not too sort of hamstrung by injuries, no. apart from like like you said, um, Richarlison. So, you know, that is a, a, a decent, they've got a decent team, they've got a decent manager. Yes, they've lost back-to-back games, but they've had, you know, they're in fourth. I mean, yep. they, if they finish there at the end of the season, they'd be absolutely overjoyed, wouldn't they, Everton yeah,
2: Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely.
1: So, yeah, we'll get to our predictions later, but I think we did that the wrong way around, you know, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but we'll now talk about the team news, United team news. we we'll talk about Everton enough. Manchester United team news. Um, Baggers, who's in your starting eleven?
2: So, I think, I mean, I think this is the, the go-to eleven for United right now. Um, I don't think there's any... I don't think Oli's going to go too far away from this. I think under pressure he's going to go with what he knows and what he's comfortable with. Uh, David De Gea in goal. Back four, Wan-Bissaka, Maguire, Lindelof and Luke Shaw. I think that having to, we have to play the back four, I don't think, without because Te- I think Teller's still not back fully fit, even if he's... Got a negative test. I don't think he's going to feature this weekend. He looked um, like um, a zombie. Didn't look so, like, he, looked been he, he looked bad. He dug up when that photo of him bad. driving
1: into Carrington. I know, I know the lad's been ill, so I'm not yeah. knocking him. But
2: so he didn't look good. It, it, um, know, so scary. it doesn't, doesn't look like Telas is going to feature. Um, a lot of questions about Harry Maguire. I don't think that there's a chance he's going to get dropped for this game. I don't think he was that. If, if he, he gets was...
1: right, if he gets dropped for this game. Ole Gunnar I may as well go and hand in his P45 to yeah. the Glazers. Yeah, so he's not going to do it. You can't spend 80 million quid on a defender making me captain and then in a game that you really need a win because yeah. <laughs> your job's dropping yep. because that sends a bad message to Harry Maguire. It sends a bad message about your management and your transfers. It's just, it's bad message, yep. FC. Um, so I wouldn't I won't, do that. R- I've got to
2: put Lindelof back in there again, um, ahead of Transabi. I think that... I've said, I think Twan Zabie's game against Istanbul looked like he what he should do after 11 months off. He didn't look that bad, but he did look like he's not played a lot of football. And I think the Paris game kind of gives us a false sense with Twan Zabie that he's going to just be able to walk back into the team. I think he needs yeah. a bit more time. And I don't think that... I think dragging off at half-time, Oli blame the yellow card, but I think that... I think he needs a little bit more time to bed in and I don't think against Everton is that time. So I think going with that. Fred McTominay in midfield, I think that he's going to play it safe. I think that especially with with the chance of James Rodriguez playing and, and the way they play, I think that he wants that solidity. And I think that in this game that for as much as it's a must win, I think if if you probably gave Ollie a point right now, I don't think he'd be too too frustrated with, it, with the way things have gone. So he's going to play that. Gone with Bruno in the 10, he had a poor game against Istanbul, but I still think he can... I think with Fred McTominay there, he opens up a bit more and plays a bit of football. And then... Front three, we have to go. Martial has to come back in the team. You know, he came back. He played in the Champions League game. Scored two goals in those in those games. Looks very good. Uh, Rashford and Mason Greenwood on the right wing.
1: Strong team, as uh, like you said, a team that sort of Ollie knows well, and that's yep. you know uh, players that he's relied upon in the yep. past. You know, you mentioned there about the sort of double um, pivot in front yeah. of the defense. Fred and McTominay have, have, have been sort of before we brought in Bruno. We, yeah. It was sort of a, a staple of an Ole Gunnar Solskjaer team. Obviously, Harry Maguire has made him captain. We've already spoken about that. Yeah. Um, and attacking-wise now with Martial being being fit, there's, there's more options there. So I'm with you on that one. I expect him to utilise them. Um, I've gone with a very similar team to you. I've gone with the back five, I think it's the same. Um, David De Gea, um, Shaw, Wamba on the fullback position and Maguire and Lindelof. For the reasons you've mentioned, Teller isn't fit enough. I think he'll stick with Maguire. And it's funny because Lindelof was getting dogs abused, wasn't he, at the beginning of the season. He became like the bogeyman for everyone. It was all Lindelof. Get Bailly back in. When Bailly comes back in, all oh, our problems will be solved. Bailly comes back in, we concede six. I'm not blaming every Bailly for that, but he's you know he was a part of it and he didn't have yep. a very good game. So then it's like, oh, hang on a minute. And then Axel has a great game in Paris and it's like, oh, Axel's the key. Get Axel in. As a bit of a stinker for 45 minutes against Istanbul, and Lindelof is more than likely to end up back in the team. So I don't think he's been great, Vincelindlov. But maybe you know we have this trait of the player isn't playing is the player we all want, yeah, and he's the player absolutely. we all think oh it'll solve all our problems. You know, if, if as soon as he comes back, you know, as soon as Phil Jones comes back, <laughs> we'll be fine. Don't. I'm That's... joking. Before anyone starts losing yeah. their marbles, Marcus Rojo. Yeah, as soon as Phil Jones back. and Marcus Rojo are back in that defense, you know, won't he'd only goes... Um, and I think there's been an element of that, and I think Ollie's probably thinking, you know, I have to play it safe, and the safe option, as you mentioned, is Vitsa Lindelov and Harry my centre-back pairings. Again, I, I think, you know, he'll want to play a little bit cautious, so he'll go with Fred and Metzomine for the reasons we've already spoken about. Um, in front of those, you have Dr. Marcus OBE, uh, MBE sorry, on the, the left. I've gone with Pogba. Um, got a lot of stick after the Arsenal game. Some of it warranted, some of it unwarranted. But he's not having a good season. I don't care whether you're Pogba FC or not. He ain't having a good season. Yes, he was ill, and I get that. But now we need some more from him. We've seen it coming off the bench, especially we've seen it. He's not had a a terrible season where he's not done anything. I'm not saying that. But we need to see more from him because now players have got to start stepping up. Not just Paul Pogba, but he's one of the ones that does. Um, So I'm going to go with him. I think Bruno as well looks a bit knackered. So he's dropping out. Um... Purely on that as well, I think, because he's tired and I think he needs he might need a bit of a breather. Um, on the right, I've got Mason Greenwood, always capable of getting you a goal, cutting him from that, that right-hand side on that left foot, even though he can use both. And up top, Anthony Martial's back in, league, back in for the league after being suspended. And I think it's almost like all these players have got a bit of a point to prove. I feel like if you're an only signing, you know he's under pressure, he bought you in. If you're someone like uh, Martial or Pogba, he put an arm around you yeah. at a time when Jose had been a bit horrible to you. Marcus, he's just completely shown a lot of faith in you, constantly playing you, yep. which, you know, shows it. Greenwood, he gave you your start, um, you know, and he's shown belief in you. So I think, you, you not that you owe the manager anything, you don't owe him, but you should be part of this, like, you know what, this isn't a Jose or, or a situation where, you, you know, you're not getting on. This is like a manager who, who gave you a chance, who brought you in, or who's backed you. Now it's time for you to back
2: him. And you think, you know, Keane did his comments after the after the Arsenal game. Um, you think the way he said that these players have thrown one manager under the bus, they'll they'll do it again. You shouldn't. I mean, they shouldn't accept that. As as the footballers, they should go. No, we're going to step up. And again, I I don't want it to be. We need to be just putting in tackles and stuff like that. But it gets to a point where you just need that. You want to see a bit of fight from them. You want to see them putting in that extra bit of work. Because we didn't see that against Istanbul when things were going bad. You didn't see. People flying into tackles. You didn't see urgency rushing the Do you ball. You know what? Do you know what? Right? That's what you want to see. Do you know what the irony is? You did see it,
1: but you saw it from Rafael for Istanbul. Yeah.
2: That's the kind of thing you need. You need someone that's gonna. Throw themselves about a bit, do some mad Passion, things, passion, a bit. Of, I get where you're coming the, from. It's not all thing. about that, but it's you not need a little bit of that, about, don't but it you? Gets yeah. to, it gets you to a, a point,
1: you know. It's not all about the sort of Tim Sherwood school of good British lads getting stuck in. No. But you need some, like, someone who's going to show a bit of fight at times when, when it's not going, it's going well. Yeah. When it's
2: not going well, it's not about when when football's fly. When the football's great, you don't. You, you, that's not the most important thing. But when you want two one down <laughs> in the Champions League or one 0 down to Arsenal. Show sure a bit of urgency. Just show sure a bit of let we don't want to let this manager down because that's what happened the last time. And, and doesn't matter who's it doesn't matter who's on the pitch, because there's you put Pogba in there, I've gone with Bruno. Both of them. Both of them need to step up. Whoever plays in there, whether they both play or whatever, they both need to show it. And it's not just one player, it's the whole eleven. You know, there's people singling out Harry Maguire for not being a good enough captain. You know, Luke Shaw had a poor performance. But it's the whole team, it's the whole eleven. You know, those goals we conceded last night was Eleven players not doing the job. It wasn't just one player not staying back. It's it's someone saying, Well, that's not my job. I don't I've not been told to stand back there. It's all of them. If if Marcus Rashford sees it, he should be the one that runs back. Yeah. It's not it's not all there for you know, if Dean Henderson sees it from there, he should be screaming at players, get back, get back, make sure you are in and you're not doing the right jobs. And that's what needs to happen on everyone needs to be doing the job on Sunday. You you can't just have it doesn't need just one player stepping up, it needs to be eleven.
1: 11. This is a game of yep. 11 men <laughs> against 11 men and three or four subs or whatever mm, it is. Yeah. Um, what's your score prediction with that in mind? Yeah.
2: Prediction or heart or... Prediction, prediction, to be honest. Prediction
1: not your heart. It's not you what saying I think's what you happen. love it to be.
2: It's what you think it will be. I think it's going to be a draw. I think it'll be a 1-1 draw. Is that enough to keep Oli... Just. ...in the dugout? I think that clings on to his job. I think that... I think I think we go for a draw. I just don't see it. I just don't see us winning this weekend. I don't see it. I'd like my, I said, my heart says that we're gonna come out flying, score a couple of goals, maybe and win three one. My head says we're gonna be tentative, maybe nick a goal early on, or we'll get a penalty to claw us back into a game after a Calvert Lewin header after I said he'll never score against us. I think a one one um is my prediction. I'd love I'd love United to come out flying and score a few goals against this lot. I'd love it
1: if we beat them. Just love it. Um, I'm going to go for an absolute goal fest, mainly due to Shambolic defending on both sides. 4-3 um, to United. Um, <laughs> people only remember put- this People way, only remember this if you're right. By anyway. the
2: way, I'm putting a quid on that now because hey. I have to do it after that. <laughs> you have to. Have to. Dominic Calvert-Lewin's
1: going to get a hat-trick just to show you up, but we'll win 4-3 anyway. <laughs> um that's been Alex Baggers. You know where to find him. He's on yep. Twitter. He's on our socials. He's all about it. And he'll be oh, here for a watch along on I'll the weekend. will be here the weekend. He'll yeah. be here on the weekend. He'll be showing his face, giving us yeah. some bit of that. Bit of tactical now. Awesome. Um, I've been Jay. This has been the Everton, I should get it the right way around, Everton versus Manchester United preview. Um, don't forget to hit like, share and subscribe. Thanks for watching.